Hello, hello, I'm Julia, and this is the Dream Your Life podcast. This podcast is your guide to intentionally creating the life of your dreams. We talk purpose and passion and love and work and money and family and attaining abundance across all of these things. I'm here because I know from my own experiences that with the right mindset, all of us can live our dream life. So join me and start dreaming your life today. Hello, hello, fellow dreamers, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you're here. I hope my sound is okay. I am not using a microphone right now. In fact, I don't have any of my setup going on. I don't have headphones on. I'm currently in a town a couple miles off the Côte d'Azur in southern France, just north of Cannes, or Cannes, and um, I am sitting in our bedroom right now at this white wooden desk in this gorgeous, authentic French farmhouse, and I'm pretty much living my vacation dream, and I totally manifested this, by the way, but I'll get into that in a bit. Um, But I'm here in this really just incredible home on this spectacular property surrounded by olive groves and Mediterranean gardens. The views are to die for. And I get to experience this not just with my husband Alex and our three kiddos, but my sister and her family are here. She has three kids as well, pretty much the same ages as mine, which is awesome. And my parents are here, and my brother-in-law's parents are here too. So there are 14 of us total, and we are just having such a wonderful time together. We've been here just about exactly a week, um, seven days. It's Thursday, July 14th, and we got here last Thursday. And we've already done and explored and experienced so much thanks to my sister. I'm going to give her major props here, but she's just always been the absolute best travel planner. I mean, she created this crazy long itinerary and all of our days here are and have been completely full and we've done such cool things. Like um, a couple days ago, all the girls went to the town of Glass, um, which is just about 10, 15 minutes from here. And we made perfume at the perfume school. And then we followed that by a visit to the International Museum of Perfume. We've had reservations at the very best restaurants. We, we went to one, it was a two Michelin star restaurant and it was like literally the best meal of my entire life, all with wine pairings and um, last night we we went to this little town of Opio and um, we sat with all the townspeople. We were the only foreigners there, well definitely the only Americans and um, we celebrated Bastille Day with um, this small town and with the mayor who's just the cutest, most gregarious, joyful human being and um, it's just been so wonderful. It's really been an experience and a trip that I'm never going to forget. We've been to Nice and Antibes and we still have another um, full week, more than a week to go. 
So I am so grateful for her, honestly, because I love traveling so much, but I'm not really a planner. I'm more of a, you know, let's wake up and see where the day takes us kind of gal. But it is so nice to have things planned out every single day. So anyway, I was planning to release an interview this week that I had pre-recorded, well today, that I'd pre-recorded, but I changed my mind last minute, like literally last minute, like I do a lot on this podcast when I'm just flooded with inspiration and I feel like I have something valuable to share and I didn't want this to wait. So just to give you some context, when it comes to episode ideas, what normally happens is that after I go on a run or do a workout or a meditation, I get kind of like a download, just an idea sparks in my head, something that I think would be interesting as a topic to explore further. And I have a note in the the notes app on my phone where I jot these ideas down. Um, I have a note that's called solo episode ideas. And sometimes they lead to nothing and sometimes they keep expanding as I write down more thoughts on the topic. So last week when we were en route to the airport at LAX, I was silently giving my gratitude like I do often for the fact that the kids were all healthy and that Alex and I were healthy. And as I was doing this, I realized, wow, I knew they would be healthy because I manifested this. Like I asked for it. I prayed for this. I visualized us getting on the plane and taking this trip, having a smooth flight with no sick kids and everyone sleeping. And um, we took a night flight and I literally pictured it over and over in my head, us all snuggling together, sleeping, albeit uncomfortably, I knew that would be it, but healthy and content. But the reason I was so grateful on this drive to the airport and looking at my kids that was that we had all just gotten over like three solid weeks of staggered illnesses. I mean, it was it was almost ridiculous. Like we got everything under the sun. None of it was COVID, thank God. But my middle son, he got the flu and then my youngest got the same thing. And then everyone got a stomach bug. And then there were lingering colds and coughs that were like, you know, that went along with fevers too. It was never ending. And then miraculously, they all went away. And it was like the day before we left, I was like, whoa, everyone is healthy. It was almost like we got it all out of our systems. And this right here, I know a lot of people would call luck or good timing or something like that, but I honestly don't call it luck anymore because I've had way too many experiences with these mini manifestations, these micro manifestations that this is more than luck. This is thoughts becoming things. So anyway, I was feeling gratitude for the health of my children and ourselves, and I wrote it down in my phone. And then I wrote down micro manifestations. And I started thinking about how often I do these things and how often I'm quote unquote lucky. And then of course, whenever I have a thought like this, I know that I want to share it with other people. I know I want to share it on the podcast with you guys because I want other people to intentionally create these things for themselves. And I know it's possible. I really believe it is. So micro manifestations to me are manifesting things that are smaller, 
right? Like something smaller that you know, or smaller than, you know, a dream house or a dream career or the love of your life. When you begin your spiritual journey of manifesting, micro manifestations are really a fun way to kind of prove to yourself that it works, to get yourself to believe in the power of this thing that we can't actually see. And in addition to belief, which we all know is fundamental to manifesting, it starts to build your confidence when be, with being able to do it. So I used to do these little micro manifestations all the time. And then your confidence, as your confidence starts to build, you can start to manifest bigger things. It's I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's this like ladder of believability, right? You're you don't want to go and manifest a million dollars if you have a hundred dollars in your bank account and you've never had that kind of money. So start with five dollars. And then once you manifest that, get to those bigger and bigger amounts. I want to note that really there's no difference in the actual steps to manifesting those big things. But since we are human beings living in this human being 3D experience, it's much easier for us to start by manifesting something small. But again, the steps are the same. Ask, ask for what you want, declare it, believe that it's possible, work through your limiting beliefs, receive, focus on the positive, allow, surrender, and then take action. Knock on those doors, do what you can from where you are. So And then the other piece of this is obviously like just not letting the doubt and the negativity and the skepticism creep in and override what you want to experience. You have to trust. So back to the micro manifestations note that I put in my phone. So on the way to the airport, I wrote down healthy kiddos on travel day. And then I started thinking about what other recent little things I had manifested. And there are a lot. These, again, aren't the big things that I've shared on the podcast, Um, but when I started writing them down in my note, I realized that I just live my life at this point manifesting many of the outcomes that I want, and that's not to say that my life is perfect because it isn't at all. Manifesting does not take away from human emotions and all of the other stuff that we deal with. But you can start to create more moments that you love and avoid the moments that you don't. And this is also the law of attraction, right? You know, your your energy and your vibration is attracting similar energy and similar vibration. So another example of a micro manifestation that I jotted down, and this was leading up to my trip, was a really fun one. So the trip itself wasn't cheap. And I told my husband, Alex, that I wanted to manifest the money that we spent on the round trip flights to Nice for five people. I mean, I looked at these flights for months and I kept waiting for them to go down and then they'd go up and then they'd go down a little bit. I looked at all the different airlines. I really wanted to stick with United because um, we have status, but um, they were just so expensive. And, And then I was like, my youngest wit is not two yet. So I'm like, he can sit on my lap. I'm trying to just save like a thousand dollars there. But anyway, um, this was back in April and I was sort of avoiding purchasing our flights, but, um, 
then I decided, you know what? I am a manifester. I live and breathe this stuff. I teach it for goodness sake. I can just manifest back the cost of these tickets, right? It doesn't have to come from my business. Although at the time I was at capacity in terms of my clients, I was running a group program and building a high school program. Um, I, I had, I think six or seven one-on-one clients. I really did not have the bandwidth to take on another client. But honestly, you know, that would have been a mistake thinking that it had to come from my business. And then I was on a podcast and we were talking about the quote unquote cursed house, you know, which are attaching to how something we want is going to manifest. And that's the cardinal rule to remember, right? I mean, I talk about it all the time, but I was kind of doing it myself thinking that how, like, how am I going to get this money for the tickets to manifest? Um, it has to be something that I do, right? Or, or something related to um, the business. And then I realized that I was doing it. So I let go and I told myself that the amount for our flights was going to come in some unexpected way. And then Alex and I were out to dinner with a friend and her husband. And somehow the topic of renting out your home to friends or friends of friends came up. And I thought, oh my God, we could totally do this for the two and a half weeks we're in France. Not that I wanted to put my house or our house on Airbnb, but I thought, okay, we have three kids and we know a lot of people that are families um, that would love to come to LA. And it's so nice to travel somewhere where it's all set up for a family, you know, with toys and games and bedrooms and beds and strollers and books and high chairs, all that stuff. Um, everything is all set up. So my friend at this dinner was like, Julia, I probably know two to three families who would be so into this, would love to spend a few weeks in LA this summer, as long as the dates align. And so a, a few days later, I created a little flyer on Canva with some photos of our house and the dates that we were going to be in France. And I posted it to my personal Instagram because again, I only wanted friends or friends of friends. Um, and I was so surprised, but I immediately got just a bunch of responses. And then that same day, my friend and former coworker side texted me. She, she responded to my story, I think. And then she side texted me and was like, okay, my boyfriend, I really want to do this. I'll pay you today and I will treat your house like a cleaning lady. And she Venmoed me that day and our flights and our rental car were paid for just like that. Now that is a micro manifestation at its finest. And also the fact that it was just her and her boyfriend and not a family with kids was definitely a bonus. Not that I don't love kids, obviously, but they're... They're more of a liability, let's just say that, especially young kids. And also it was nice just, it is nice just knowing that my kids' rooms and their toys and books and all that will stay intact because they won't be touched. So back to my list of micro manifestations, I wrote that one down. And, you know, I going back to this whole idea, I think if you, um, if you read about manifestation, a lot of people talk about micro manifestations, but they talk about it more in like, you know, manifest a parking spot, right? Close your eyes. Even if, you know, you're going to the shopping center on the day after Thanksgiving and, um, realistically there's going to be thousands of people there. Um, and it's probably going to be crazy. 
If you really believe you're going to get a parking spot and you visualize where it's going to be and you get into the feeling of getting that spot and parking right where you want to park, just a short walk to where you want to go, and you start feeling grateful that you found the spot and you drive up, you'll find that spot. If you start practicing this, you will see how crazy it is and how much it works. I mean, the parking spot is just a famous example. It's an example that's used a lot, but I never have trouble finding parking spots. Like I, I do this every single time and we're always parked right in front of the restaurant, right in front of the school, or, you know, the perfect spot opens up right in front of the grocery store and someone is pulling out right as I'm pulling in. I mean, that happens all the time. Another popular example that people talk about is manifesting a cup of coffee. And again, it's this idea of like, okay, I want to manifest like a free cup of coffee in my day. And the way you would do this is you would just close your eyes or, or you don't have to close your eyes, but just think about I'm going to have, what is it going to taste like? I'm going to have this coffee and it's going to come unexpectedly. This is, it's going to feel so good because one, I'm going to really enjoy that cup of coffee, but two, I'm going to prove to myself that this works. This is going to be so fun. I wonder where it's going to happen. I wonder what type of coffee it's going to be. I'm so grateful that this works. I'm so grateful that I'm getting it for free. And then you go about your day But obviously you're not just sitting at home, right? You're putting yourself out there and you're going to different places. You will probably get that cup of coffee. It's just about visualization and gratitude and belief, believing that it's going to happen. Another micro manifestation from the trip was, it was my son Bowen's um, fourth birthday party. And I made him a video like I do every year. It's a slideshow video of all the photos, um, and videos that I've taken over the last year of his life. And we were all gathered, well, we were all going to gather around before we had dinner. And I had played this over in my head so many times and I was so excited to show him. And I looked at photos of the house where we were staying and I saw that they had a Um, a room that was kind of like a living room with a huge TV. And I just pictured showing him this video and his, you know, little face all lit up and everyone just being there and celebrating him, which he just deserves. Um, And I, as I was creating the video, I kept thinking about this moment of, of everyone sitting there watching the video on this big screen. And when we got to the house, I went to the room and it was perfect. It was all set up, but I had no way to play the video from my computer or my phone. There were no dongles or anything set up and they didn't have um, airplay. But, you know, a lot of people I think at that point would have been like, okay, let's just watch it from the computer. But I was like, no, (laughs) we're watching it on the big display. And I played around with the remotes. Everything's in French. I was just like, I I could not figure it out. But I knew that we were going to watch this, his his little birthday video on the big screen. And so it took me about an hour. And um, there was no way to do it like in any kind of like airplay type or screen mirroring. And um, And then my mom came and tried to help a little bit. 
and my dad and they're just like let's just watch it from the computer and I'm like no this is going to happen I know this is going to happen I've seen it I've played it out and I kept you know even though I was starting I could feel like getting a little bit frustrated I took a breather I relaxed and I just felt like let go and just felt really grateful that we were going to watch this on the big screen and then my mom was like oh my gosh look in I have I brought this like or I in the I have a little case where I keep my um, chargers. Look in there. I might have something that will work, maybe connect to the the TV. It's an HDMI cord that plugs into an iPhone. I'm like, what? And I go and find it. And she's she's so funny because she has she's so she just brings so many random things on trips. But I find this HDMI that plugs into an iPhone and plug it into the TV. I pressed a few buttons, don't know what I was pressing, and voila, um, the the video is on the big screen. And I sh- so this is another micro manifestation, and I share this again because I think a lot of people would have given up after playing around and seeing the airplay didn't work and seeing that there were no chords. But I was so determined, and I so believed that this was going to happen. And of course, my mom comes in with the save and brings this cord that works. So another example of just, if you really believe something will happen, you're going to make it happen. Okay. So I'm going to share one more example. I actually have a lot in my phone. So maybe I make this a two-parter if there's a lot of interest in it, or if this is helpful for you guys, but, um, I'm going to be honest. One of my biggest intentions for this trip was to be present and to enjoy the vacation. And not that I don't enjoy podcasting and I did sneak away because I was so excited to record this, but I need to be there with my family and I want to be there with my family. And so um, I'm going to make this a short episode and get back out in the pool and spend time with them. But I wanted to share one last thing, which is um, you can also have a micro manifestation that may not seem all that positive in the moment. And this actually ties into what I was just saying. So when we first arrived in France, well, actually, let me back up to my intention. My intention on going on this trip was to be very present and to really be in the moment and savor the moment and savor the vacation and be with my kids. I have, um, well, over the last few months, well, actually, you know, the last year since starting this business as a coach, I have spent a lot of time on my phone, a lot of time on my phone, a lot of time on social media, which I didn't used to do, a lot of time on my computer, a lot of time recording these podcasts and on Zoom with clients. And um, and even though it's all been wonderful and I definitely don't feel like my relationships with my family have been sacrificed, I wanted to really be present again on this trip. And, and I've had my phone plugged in during the day and I only go to it at night. Well, mostly. Um, but anyway, going back to that intention, um, I wrote it down. You know, I want to be present. I don't want to be on my phone. I want to not worry about these two weeks of, you know, not working on the business per se. And when I first got here, I lost my phone (laughs) and, um, couldn't find it anywhere. We actually, I panicked because I thought we left it at this restaurant. Um, right before we checked into the house, we went to a restaurant and I remember having it there. We got to the house, it was gone. I spent 
an hour tearing through all our bags. We looked through everything, nowhere. And I actually, um, I actually started crying and it was very dramatic. And I was like, yeah, well, also because I have my credit cards and ID, everything, I think they, they tell you not to do that, but I just use my phone as my, my everything. And so I was just like, how am I going to replace all that? And I don't have all my photos. And Alex was like, well, your photos you can get on iCloud. And, um, and my parents were helping and, and I was just, again, tearing everything upside down, trying to find my phone. And I realized, oh my God, I am being ridiculous. Like this phone is replaceable and everything is in the cloud. But I was, I was also, you know, upset because I felt like I was going to miss out on posting a lot of stuff. And then I realized this is exactly what I didn't want. I didn't want to be so attached to a phone that I couldn't enjoy in the moment. And look, I just wasted an hour, hour and a half of our first few moments in this beautiful house looking for my phone. And then I just surrendered and I thought, I manifested this, you know, this is, this is what I wanted in a really messed up kind of way because this is an expensive phone, but, um, maybe this is a good thing and I'll go and maybe in a few days I'll get another phone and it's not the end of the world. And, and then I went and, um, had dinner with the family and, um, everyone was like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm so sorry you lost it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I, and I told everyone, I'm like, I manifested this and it's okay. And, you know, and then I started to be really present with the kids. Turns out, um, later that night, my phone had, had actually fallen in between the cracks of like this sofa. I don't even remember sitting on the sofa, but it was found. Alex found it. And, I was definitely pleased and relieved, but in a bigger way, I realized like, wow, the attachment that I had to that phone was, is to the attachment that I have to the phone is a little ridiculous. And it was in that moment that I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to plug it in during the day. I'll bring it when we go out places just to take photos, but I'm not going to check email. I'm not going to check text. I'm going to be in airplane mode. And I have been, and it's been really wonderful. And honestly, if I hadn't found my phone, it wouldn't have been a big deal either, but I did, which was very nice um, because I didn't have to go through the whole ordeal of getting another one. But again, I really believe this was a little micro manifestation, a little gift from the universe to say, Julia, you wanted to be present. You've got to let go of the phone. So anyway, Micro manifestations, something that we can all do and we can all continuously do in our lives to create the moments that we want and to start creating the life that we want. You know, it doesn't have to be these big things. It can be these smaller things too. So we have that power. Set your intention, ask for what you want, visualize it, believe it's possible, get into that receptive mode surrender while also taking inspired action. You guys, you can make anything happen. You really can. I hope that this episode was helpful. I have been talking for just about 20 minutes and this has all just kind of flowed out of me 
Um, it's not going to be edited. This isn't going to be fancy. I don't even think I'm going to listen to it back. I'm just going to throw it up on uh, Anchor, which is my podcasting platform, and get it out to you guys today. I'll be back at it with more professionally produced podcast episodes starting the week after next. Um, but I hope that this was helpful. I really do. And I would love to hear from you any thoughts that you have, questions that you have on micro manifestations, on manifesting, on anything. I want to hear from you. I also mentioned something in my last podcast episode, if you heard it, that I am um, doing something new. I'm going to be taking five clients through a mentorship program. This is a private mentorship if you are interested in becoming a coach. So I became a coach last year. It started as a side hustle when I was full-time at Twitter and it turned into my full-time business. And being a coach is one of the, well, I think it's the most fulfilling purpose-driven careers. It's can be incredibly lucrative. You can it can be incredibly lucrative as a side hustle too. But I'm taking five women and I am going to walk them through everything. 3 months of you building your coaching business either on the side or full time. If you want to start a podcast, we'll be doing that too. I'm teaching you everything. Everything I know, content, branding, marketing, finding your clients, how to actually structure a coaching call, how to be a coach. You don't need to do any fancy certifications. I'm going to teach all of it to you. So I announced this and already I have three women who have signed up and I am so excited to work with you guys, but I have two spots open. I'm going to probably formally announce it next week, but if you're interested, shoot me a DM and we can chat through it. Um, I have one more week left of vacation and then it is go time. But for now, I am on vacation. So I'm in vacation mode, shutting down my computer, plugging in my phone, getting back out to the pool. Today is actually Bastille Day. Yesterday, like I mentioned, we did the Bastille Day celebration with the townspeople. But today we're hanging. Um, we don't have anything on the agenda, which is really lovely and which is also why I was able to record this episode. But um, we got a bunch of food like pâtés and cheeses and pastis and sausages and um, we're all snacky things and then we're going to have a big dinner tonight but I want to just go out there and be with my family and jump in the pool, play mermaids, <laughs> play some French music and just enjoy myself and be present. I hope you all have a wonderful day wherever you are and a wonderful weekend ahead. Grateful for you, sending you love and light, and I will talk to you soon.